everyone. Welcome to another episode of Girls with Dogs. You are here with us. My name is Kimberly from Keep the Tail Wagging, and I'm here with my dear, dear friend, Kathy from Groovy Golden, good Lord, Groovy Golden Doodles, and we are Girls with Dogs. How you doing, Kathy? Um, you know, I'm, I'm good. How are you doing? <laughs> I don't know what happened. I think I, I was it's a tongue speaking twister. faster than my brain was working. It's a tongue twist. We have so much to unpack. Um, man. So how was your Thanksgiving? My Thanksgiving was nice and quiet. We didn't have a turkey. Um, we just had just a, like a regular dinner at my in-laws house. Um, because my father-in-law is going through some health issues. And I guess, um, uh, from what I understand, turkey, um, exacerbates the issues. So we skipped turkey this year, but it was nice to sit down and chat with family. And during Thanksgiving, we come up with a, um, the Christmas list. So we pull names out of a hat to see who gets who. So that was pretty fun. It was a long drawn out conversation as we try to convince, um, Johan's niece for us to do a white elephant Christmas instead of a traditional Christmas. Um, she won. Everybody was on board with the white elephant except for her, but she was just so horrified about the idea of people getting bad presents, you know, or people stealing other people's presents that she was just like, she just couldn't do it. So we were like, okay. How old is she? Grown. Okay. okay. <laughs> so she she grasped the concept. She just wasn't on, on board with the concept. Yeah. So. She just, she wants us to have a nice Christmas where we're not fighting over um, products. (laughs) I spent, so Thanksgiving dinner for me was a blur um, because Lee and I both looked at each other and sighed and said, you know, we've been going at like 200 miles an hour for the last several weeks. So we literally went to Walmart. I went to Wally World at five o'clock Wednesday evening. Why? Because I just needed a thrill in my life. (laughs) And um, we bought all of these eclectic things that we thought we'd like to eat Thursday and Friday. And none of it was um, Thanksgiving menu type items, except Mm -hmm. for one. There was one thing that we had to get that did not go with anything that we ate. And I will give you three seconds to tell me what that is. One, two, three. Take a damn stab. Peach cobbler. Cranberry sauce out of the can. Oh, Duh. that should, of course, I should have known. We did definitely have the cranberry sauce out of the can. That we, that we had to have. And then I got up at Dark 30 on Friday because I decided to go to work. And I went to Michael's and Joanne's before seven. Um, And just for anybody that's ever like wanted to shop there, you don't have to worry. There's nobody there, even on Black's. Friday um, at 6.30 in the morning. It's just not a store that people frequent before mm-hmm. the sun comes up. And then I spent Saturday and Sunday going back to those same stores to return everything I bought. <laughs> but I'm still smiling. I am still smiling. Um, it is official. I'm going to put my blog post out either tonight or tomorrow. Harley is 14 and fully retired. I saw that. He is off the books. He is no longer a um active therapy dog and um so i'm gonna tell his his journey and put a a video together for everybody but yeah so So we have a guest waiting and i want to let her in but 
Um, before I let her in, I want to ask you a question because I been thinking about Harley and the fact that I, you know, in an earlier episode, we um, brushed on the lifespan of a golden doodle and Mm -hmm. Harley at 14, that is not common. And I wonder if it's because he had a job, you know, because a lot of times our, I mean, a lot of these dogs, when I hear about dogs that live these long lives, they have stuff to do you know, like that gives them purpose. And the same thing is like when they talk about the blue zones around the world, the blue zones are where people, the humans are living like into their hundreds and they're still active and stuff every day. And they say the reason why is because they have something to do that, you know, they're not just sitting around and how they talk about like when, um, you know, when we don't have a whole heck of a lot to do, you know, we just sort of, fall out. But, you know, with Harley, all, all the entire time I've known you, you have been active with walking your dogs, with taking your dogs everywhere with you. And now, you know, the therapy dog work, your dogs have always had things to do. And I mean, I really wonder if that is the, you know, part of the secret sauce. We are so different yet so alike. It is insane. I believe that to my core. I think that it has given him an extended sense of purpose. You know, if Harley wouldn't slip slide all over the hospital floors and get so exhausted, um, I would continue with him. But now where I feel like we're on borrowed time and I don't want to um, overexert him. So the only thing that's been removed is his J-O-B. You mm-hmm. know, we're still taking the walks. It just takes us longer. And there are days when he's acts like he's seven. And there's days when he acts like he's 15. And we just kind of go with it. Yeah. So interesting to research that. But I, I believe that to be true. Yeah. So we have a guest, Cameron Reed. And she's going to talk to us ab- about, you know, dog toys and collars and leashes. And I'm here for it because I have so many questions when it comes to um, like, why in the hell I, I am fostering a puppy um, right now. And I took her to the pet store yesterday because she had, she's not, um, she hasn't been trained to walk on leash yet. And she had a collar on for the first time yesterday and she was just not liking it. She was not liking the leash. So I wondered if she would like a harness instead. So I went to the store to get a harness and I got lucky because I was expecting to go to the store and be there for an hour trying on harnesses until I found one that made sense. But I got lucky and walked in there and got a harness right away. It was a size large (laughs) because it feels like everything in the pet stores are made for small breed dogs. Yes. Yes. So let's let her in. Let her in um, and I'll introduce her and then we can go ahead and get started. Hello. 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 Um, this is my first time Zooming, so. <laughs> Welcome to the Zoom world. Wow. Thank you. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> you look great. I love that. If I could have that sweater. Oh, thank you. I love the big, you know. Oh, yeah. Always. Of Amazon has a good collection of them. The only problem I, is that you can't, I can't figure it out the size and everything's so different on Amazon because I'm pretty sure it's all from overseas. 
Yeah. And so if I can get the right size, I've gotten some really cool sweaters where it's like, I can swim in this. Mm-hmm. Well, I never you. trust like yeah, the quality. And then when you get it, it's so cute. Yeah. Cameron, am I, am I set up right? Yep. Okay. Uh, I'm at my house. Because it is 70 some degrees. And I'm wondering. (laughs) I know I'm always cold. And my boyfriend likes to keep the house at like 65 always. Oh, I thought (laughs) thought you were just going to like, just take one for the team and dress for the season. I, yeah. I just, <laughs> I, it didn't even occur to me that that was unusual because it well, is so cold here. Not, oh, Charleston is not. Tank top, but I want it to be somewhat like seasonally correct. But anyway, Cameron, <laughs> this, this is my dear friend, Kimberly. And nice to um, meet you. I'm going to let everybody know a little bit about you. Yeah. Um, Cameron is one of the um, Wolfgang Bakery and grooming places that I kind of linked on to. And I've been hanging out with them for the last, I don't know how many years. This is been where, a while. <laughs> I know. This is where Andy used to be. Um, Harley and Jax's groomer. And then I, I was led astray. And then I quickly came back. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is a full service retail and grooming um, facility. And when Kimberly and I started looking at the Black Friday sales, we were so um, excited about all of the different things and items, but we had so many questions about retailers. So that we figure out what exactly um, is in the head of those people purchasing the merchandise. Because for us, um, our dogs are larger. So sizing for jackets and coats and things of that nature just don't seem to add up or match up. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just wanted to be able to pick your brain and help all of the listeners that are out there um, just so that they we all have a better understanding. Okay, so I'm very introduce yourself oh. and tell us a little bit about you, the business, your passion. Okay, just a brief history. Yeah, so um, we, me and my mom actually started working together. So it's a franchise, um, but we're all independently owned. So it makes it really nice because they, our motto is kind of like your neighborhood pet store. Um, so with that aspect, they kind of let you take control of all the ordering, all of the products you want to carry, um, just to kind of fit it to your market and like your clientele that you see in the area you're in. Um, So that made it really fun because we had like the support from Wolfgang corporate, but they also let you kind of just do what you think would be best. They gave suggestions and stuff, but we started in 2016. And so now it's been about like almost seven years. So I feel like we've grown a lot and I've kind of gotten, definitely learned my customer base and what people actually want. I mean, everyone, like y'all know, our dogs are our family members. They're, you know, our babies. And so we want them to have the best, like highest quality products and nutrients. And um, so that's been fun. Just getting to like cherry pick kind of the different vendors that I feel comfortable, like would give to my dog that, you know, Mm -hmm. I feel comfortable that you would want to give to your, your pups. So um, it's been fun. And I've, I would say what I notice most about customers is that they want to give 
their dogs, you know, the healthiest, highest quality things that they would feel comfortable, like, you know, human grade eating themselves, you know, keeping their pups long, long life, happy and you know, <laughs> I say it's so exciting to me to see more and more people um, coming into this space. I mean, I feel like so many people have always been here, but with social media, we're able to connect with each other a lot better mm-hmm. because, um, you know, I started feeding my dogs a raw diet in 2013 simply because one of my dogs was always sick. And his veterinarian mm-hmm. said that he would die shortly after his third birthday because, and, he, and it was funny. I still remember the day he oh. said this because he just, he was just like, you know, doing the the checkup and stuff and we were wrapping up and he was like, you know, it's really sad because, you know, this dog is just, I mean, he just said it so, you know, cavalier, and he's like, okay, well, there you go. And good what? luck. And I'm just like, what, what? And, you know, Don't at the time I was a block. What? Don't forget to pay on your way out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so funny because, um, you know, he he said this and, you know, and I went home and I was already a blogger. So I had slight heard whispers of raw feeding and stuff, but it really wasn't really on my radar, but it damn well came on my radar that day. And Did I he started, give you advice? Like, nope. What to do? Just <laughs> yeah. me on my way. It was, I was, it was pointless. It was like, like send you home, you know, with your two and, you know, and so many months old dog to die type of thing. And this is a dog that had like food intolerances, you know, type of thing. But at the time I didn't know what was wrong with him. He didn't talk to me about anything. And whenever I came into the clinic with like, Hey, so I was researching this, he would get super angry. So I would just be like, okay. And, um, it's funny to think back now because today, if a veterinarian got angry with me for researching, I would just get up. I wouldn't even say anything. I would just get up and walk out, walk out. Yep. <laughs> but back then I was just like, okay, but, um, you know, the blog, I think in the blogging community got me on the right track and, um, but there wasn't enough content online about raw feeding. There was just a, a few, I mean, I'm sure there probably was, I just wasn't finding it. And what I found, it was just you know, it was minimal and I couldn't find anyone to talk to, even though there were raw feeding groups and stuff on Yahoo back then. And then on Facebook, I didn't know where to go. I was, it was overwhelmed. I met a few strangers and we would talk. Um, But today it's like so different. And I got an email yesterday um, from someone who is getting a new dog and they want to start feeding raw and they wanted to know how to get started. And I was able to quickly you know, just give a short paragraph. This is what I would do if I were in your position. Here's a blog post that talks about that. And, and it's just like, there's just so, I mean, everyone I follow on Instagram, it's just so much content that it's mm-hmm. kind of overkill. And so anyway, long story of me saying, welcome. I'm so excited <laughs> to meet you. I love the idea of your store. And someday when Thank I visit you. South Carolina, I'll make um, <laughs> Kathy drag me over. Because she's there there. every two weeks about (laughs) it's it's like it's kind of really fun. And I love hearing that there are pet parents out there that, you know, want to do better and are learning. But it's all of it is just so beautiful. Yay. Thank you. Kevin has heard me bitch and complain. (laughs) What I do when I'm in there and I need something odd, like a raincoat that will really cover all of Jack's body. Um, mm-hmm. and bless her little heart. She goes up in the attic and she's all over the place trying to find. And the 2XL 
barely gets to his tailbone. So talk to me and tell me. Who is sizing these clothes? You, you, that's what I want. Who is sizing these clothes? Because to me, a two XL is something that you would put on a great Dane. Yeah. I would say a lot of companies, they aren't size inclusive and I don't know why I have found, I don't know if y'all have seen like the Gooby, um, Gooby rain jackets. Let me start writing this down. I know, right? <laughs> it's G-O-O-B-Y. They make a really good raincoat that fits. They don't make one small enough for little guys, but they do make really large ones. And they have like a little, um, a little like hat that has a clear thing so they can see. And then it oh, can hook around their back leg. Don't talk to me about the hood because that's the other thing. Who created that? That <laughs> I know the that, hood is annoying, and you can't find them without a hood. <laughs> you, I, you know how many hoods I have cut off? Yeah, <laughs> they're okay. Listen, they are okay with the um, jacket, but even if you don't put the hood on them, it kind of rides the back yeah. of your head. And I mean, they're not happy at all. So I've had to like decapitate the hood section which I'm mm-hmm. sure is two thirds of the cost of the raincoat. Oh yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I know whenever I'm at a store looking for coats and sweaters or anything, I was actually there at the store yesterday and so many had hoods on them. And yeah. if you, do, if you don't know any better, it's so cute and they can put, you know, and I've learned that it's like when you see a picture of a dog wearing a jacket with a hood, the hood is always down and back they and the don't they is, don't want it over their head yeah, either. the dog like, is they sitting, don't like that yeah yeah, yeah the dog <laughs> is sitting down but it's like when your dog is wearing a coat they're not sitting down inside with the coat on they're so I need to see a picture or a video of a dog walking and see how that works and that's when I realized yeah no I bought one take- thankfully I bought it on sale so I just donated it to, to yeah. rescue <laughs> but, another brand that um makes it's very size inclusive. They make sizing for like two pound dogs up to like two twenty pounds. Oh, wow. um, it's called Gold Paw. I don't know if y'all have heard of that. They make mm-hmm. um, I carry their fleece sweaters in the store because they're not too thick for this area, and you can like machine wash them. They're super comfy, um, but they also make like jackets and things. Um, I never order them here just because in Charleston we don't you know, it's not cold, but they, I would think that they would have like a raincoat type similar to the other ones, but they're soup. They're more size inclusive than any like sweater jacket company I found. Um, and they're, it, they're like in the Midwest, um, but gold paw, they make really great ones. So before we let you in, Kimberly was, um, talking about her experience purchasing a harness for the dog that they're fostering right now. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I got a cute one. I'm like so excited. My brother works for PetSmart. He lives mm-hmm. down in Arizona. He works for their corporate office. And when I got it and found it, I took a picture and texted it to him. And he calls me like later last night. I, I don't know if it was, yeah, it was last night. And my brother and I, we have marathon phone conversations. So we probably talk for three hours, but an hour of that conversation was all about PetSmart because he, yeah. whenever I shop at PetSmart, he wants to know how much I spent. So 
to see if it aligns with what the average shopper <laughs> spends. He's so silly. But when I told him about the harness, he was just like, and the price, because it was $15. He was like, oh my God, that's really great. And I was like, I yeah. know, right? But yeah, I was able to quickly, I was, I went into that store because I, I knew I couldn't go into an independent pet store and get, an, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a foster. So I don't want to say. 40, 50 bucks on a harness. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted something affordable, but that would still work. And so that's why I thought to go to PetSmart, but I still didn't think I would get a $15 harness that would fit her. Yeah. Um, because usually, you know, it's small dogs or big dogs or, um, or actually lately, it seems like a lot of the pet stores really cater towards the smaller breed dogs and they'll have like two things for big dogs and they're so cheaply made that it's just like, I'm not spending money on that because they'll, mm-hmm. they're super cheaply made, but they're still 30 or $40. Yeah. And so I would, yeah, I was like ecstatic. And so I got two and they were on clearance. So I got two <laughs> because I knew that this wasn't, this was like a, a unicorn situation and I better take advantage of it. I've become all. like a harness, uh, master now I swear like all I do is fit dogs and harnesses like all day I I, that is I wish that harnesses like where where the um adjustment is I wish that there was an arrow pointing up or an arrow pointing down to let us know which way do I go because that's where I I'll start adjusting and then all of a sudden it's like oh so now they're swimming in it and I gotta go the other way it takes it takes forever you are robbing yourself of your joy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> an hour later when you have to get this crap out you're like Woo, it's gonna be a good day I am so, my dog is completely annoyed because they're like I thought we were going for a walk yeah. <laughs> well the you know the, I have a new harness now and um thanks to Cameron oh I fit so I the, fit you other week <laughs> Yeah, you fit me the other week, but you know, mm-hmm. here's what I, I learned. Now, the harness that you got for the foster dog, does it have a clamp in the front or the back? Oh, it, it has it has both. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so, it has both. Um, I only need the front lead mm-hmm. for Jax. I don't need a back one. And I always had these that were so wide and it just... It looked like he was pulling a sled or something. I mean, it was just really, it was a lot. And so Cameron found something very, very thin. And I said, well, let me try it. And it the concept is still the same, the the, the whole engineering concept. So to Jax, it doesn't matter that it's not as wide or thick. And it's just very, very thin. And it has the same effect. He will not pull me if he's wearing a harness. I mean, not ever. but. What I do is I just say, I need a harness. And then she finds a color that I get excited about. And then I go here, put it on and adjust it. And she'll, of course, she goes, yes, I'll, I'll be right back. And I'm thinking, great. Um, I, I think it's hilarious just the how different dogs respond to harnesses. Because, you know, in the dog lover world, you mentioned that you're buying a harness and half the people are like, oh, I have that one. Or you should try this one. And the other half of people are like, you shouldn't use a harness and it's bad for this and it's bad for that. And it's just like, I have, you know, three resident dogs and one foster. And um, three of the dogs out of the four in this house 
do amazing on a harness. I mean, just amazing. One who is a Husky golden retriever mix. If I put a harness on him, he's going to drag me to Canada because it's just like, but he has a collar and I actually, I'm going to show you the collar because this is like the best call. None of my dogs wear collars, by the way. They just, I just don't have a need for them. But when he joined our family, he was seven months old and he was used to wearing collars and he loves them. Like if you take his collar off, we used to do it and it's, it sounds mean, but we thought it was so funny that when he was being like just really rambunctious and, and bouncing all over the place, we would just reach over and take his collar off because that shut him down immediately because he would just be like, Oh no, like he's naked. Like we took his clothes off and he, and you just hold a collar up and he puts his head into it. He loves wearing a collar. My mom has a dog just like that. And bandanas. If you take off my dog's bandana, she's so upset. So here's yeah. one of them. I just took yes. it off. I just took it off of him, but he's sleeping. So, but he's watching, he's laying down, but he's watching me. Like, what's she doing? But this is the collar. Oh, that's so that's a like a martingale. Yeah. Is that what this is? Yeah. Okay. So those are training collars too, to help with pulling and you know, it is similar to a harness. He has two of them. They used a lot by the Italian greyhounds and the other dogs that are very, very lean because it protects their bones in their necks. Um, yeah. Because of and their neck is the same size as their head, so it could slide off and that like tightens. Yeah. So it's, it's so amazing. Cause it just goes on. Cause he does like at the beginning of our walk, he's excited. So he is pulling. And so I don't feel like I'm going to do damage here. You know, I remember that's the reason why I stopped using collars is because, um, Sydney, uh, she, when she was alive, well, she was, when she was a younger, she would pull so hard that she was like choking herself. And I felt like I was abusing her, but it's like- It can crush their trachea, actually. Yeah. So, like for little, more common with well, like little dogs. But... He spent 10 days on steroids because he had damaged. And that's when she said he cannot wear collar ever again. Oh my gosh, really? So I never knew that. Yeah, that's why he's in a harness today. Yeah, so- yeah, I I tried putting a harness on Apollo. If I pull a harness out, he runs from me. He does not like wearing them. Really? I thought that it was like the type. So I have like three different harnesses that I purchased over the years um, to see maybe he'll like this one. Maybe he'll like this one. Yeah. Um, and so I eventually just um, settled on, I think I was in a hurry one day and couldn't be bothered with chasing him around. So I was just like, fine, here, here's a leash. And he came up to me like slowly, like, you're not going to do a bait and switch, are you? And I'm like, no. <laughs> and I put the leash on and it was a great walk. And after that, oh, thank you for bringing me my slipper. After that, <laughs> um, <laughs> the puppy, um, after that, uh, he, he's just been walking that way ever since. And he does really well. So, okay. Thank you. I, that was what I was, when she told me we were going to have you on, I was just like, I'm asking her about what this collar <laughs> is. Yeah, no, that, that's a good training collar. I'll say like, Kathy, you bought the sensation harness. Um, the front clip one, that's what I use for my dog. I've had the same one for like six years and they hold up so well, but, um, they are, you know, supposed to redirect pulling and pull him up from the chest instead of the back where when you have a back clip harness for strong dogs, it almost makes them stronger. Like you were saying, like how you felt like mm -hmm. he was going to pull you down when he had a harness on. So like 
the front clip ones are just awesome for big, strong dogs. And it really gives you more control. Um, How do you keep the, because another problem I had, and this could be just because it was a poorly designed harness is I tried the front clip one on him. That's one of his that he has, but he pulled so hard that he would just like the, the harness would pull this way. I mean, it was insane. The harness is not on tight enough because it's designed that when he pulls, it turns him around. Mm -hmm. So if the harness is moving, yeah, it's redirecting. If the harness is moving, then you got to get down there, girl, with them clamps again. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's all I'll say. Like when, when I sell the sensation harnesses and a dog isn't in the store, I'm like, please bring your dog in and let me fit it on you because there's so many things. And I've, you know, they have a little size, like a, directional chart kind of like how to fit it but it's really confusing just if you you know for the first time um so like getting it the fit correct is like what makes the product work (laughs) gosh yeah I I remember when blue was alive I took him to a pet store to have him um try or fit for a harness and actually we have a big shadow box with all of his toys that Johan created after he passed away and his harness I'm looking at it is sitting in there and it's a blue harness hence his name um and I remember him he started growling lowly because he was just standing there and this woman's touching him and stuff and she was like is he gonna be okay and I was so shocked because he was the sweetest sweetest boy that I had never like heard him do that and I was just like why don't I do it? And you just guide me. And so she just started guiding me and we got him fit, but it was, it was a Kong harness. Okay. Yeah. And it was, it was, it was a really good harness for him, but he was such a good walker. Like he didn't pull, he didn't, he didn't bolt. He didn't do, you know, any, he was just a really good walker. So it was a fantastic harness for him. And it had this really cool handle on the back so that I can just pick them up and turn them around. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's, it, there is so much. So with your store, how do you determine, you know, cause you and Kathy are talking about, you know, Kathy's looking for something and you're going to go and find it. It would never have occurred to me. And I don't know why not, because so many stores are so accommodating to go into my local independent pet store and say, this is what I'm looking for. This is what I need. And then having them find it for me. I've always just thought it was up to me to just start Googling it and searching online. Oh, 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 let me answer that first. (laughs) (laughs) So this is how I find vets and groomers and retail stores to go to. This is my trick. My trick, not really, but this is my style. I go in and I'm always helpless, Hannah. And I always want to catch you at a time when it's so much easier for you not to give me the quality customer service that I wanted. When I found my vet, I went in without an appointment, went up to the desk and said that I was looking for a new veterinarian. I was new to the area and I wanted to talk to a veterinarian or somebody in the office to determine if this was the right place for me. And they put me in a waiting room and a man came in to talk to me. And next thing I knew, I didn't even know he was one of the co-owners. When I first went to Wolfgang, I did the same thing. I said to Cameron, I'm looking for dog beds. And she said, just a minute. Do you remember this? And Mm -hmm. you took me over to the most expensive damn bed you had. (laughs) I don't know what I was wearing. But um, the brown ones that are all doggy doggy. 
Yes, in the window. <laughs> and Kimberly, she took the beds off and put them on the floor and helped me decide, you know, which one would be the best size for Harley and which one would be the best size for Jax. Now, what she didn't know is I had no intentions on buying a bed. <laughs> I wanted to see if just little old me could come in and be given like that that quality service. She never knew that we were going to be best retail customer buds for seven <laughs> years. It's just that um, that's what I was looking for. So try that. When you go into someplace and nobody has time, like if you tell me, um, go on down the aisle four, get in the center of the aisle, look to the left, and it's the third chef down. I'm, I'm really You're not, walking out. Yeah, I'm not coming back. <laughs> okay. So, uh, but go ahead, Karen. Um, yeah, I would say, well, it's nice with our, my store, cause it's, we're small, you know, small business and I put the customers first and their dogs first. And so I'll special, and even if I don't carry a product that you're looking for, I can special order anything for you normally. Like, um, you know, I think that creates just a good, better relationship mm-hmm. with the customer. Cause I don't want them to leave unhappy or go somewhere else. So I'll do whatever, whatever it takes, you know, to, they need something I don't carry. I'll. I can order it for you most likely. Um, so, you know, I think, I think that helps create a good relationship with, you know, my customers in the store and hopefully that's why they keep coming back. <laughs> so ask for their help, Kimberly. What was that? Ask for their help. Well, and, and it's funny because it's like it, <laughs> I'm watching my dogs and as they're going back and forth between the beds and there's a bed that has tons of toys and it's sort of like the puppy space. And Rodrigo is like, no. This is my space. And so he's trying to move the toys aside so he can get comfortable. And it's it's cute because eventually the puppy's going to try and come and lay with him and then he'll get up and move. And it's just I love watching how dogs interact with each other. But um, now let's talk about toys. Um, What type of toys do you carry and what like when you're stocking toys in your store, you know, is there something that you specifically look for, like a style or type of variety or are you just sort of like you know hey that looks fun (laughs) I would say I look for durable every customer coming in wants something that's gonna last they don't want to spend money on something that they're gonna destroy in you know two seconds but um I would say like my some of my favorite brands I don't know if y'all have tried any fluff and tough toys they are like a durable fluffy toy so it's still cute and fun but they can't rip out you know the squeaker and the stuffing in two seconds um because they're lined with like a you know a mesh instead of just stuffing so they hold up really nice and you can machine oh yeah there they are i got the whole zoo too here the whole zoo (laughs) so and this is the best but yeah or no this is this is the fox they all have little names i think that's harry yeah this is a squirrel. A red, maybe that one yeah, thing. <laughs> we have a, a koi in the other room. This is the shark. This is our second. And they shark. make really big ones too, yeah. which is really these are, fun I think for... these are like the medium sized ones. Yeah. And they Alligator. make like bigger oh, even. Another trout. Mm-hmm. Um, caterpillar. And, <laughs> caterpillar. And we have a snake somewhere too. Oh, the snake is huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. These and has your dog ever destroyed one? Yeah, we have a, um, the, the other shark, the tail is all messed up 
And but it takes a long time. Yeah, actually, we you know, had like it for of several years before that happened. Mm-hmm. And basically, because what happens is like you know they play with them, play with them, and all of a sudden it's old and a tear happens. And once a tear happens, if I don't grab it and sew it up, then it's yeah. toast. And yeah, well, I, I like it because it show it exposes the mesh. So even if they start picking at the, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes they'll like pick at the fur. Then yeah. the mesh will show and then they got to get through the mesh. So it's like mm-hmm. a, you know, a backup. <laughs> yeah, it takes a long time. And so, um, yeah, I alternate the toys. I basically let some sit out for a while and they'll play with those. And I'll, you know, and a month later, I'll take those back and put something else out just to keep it. And that seems to keep them alive a lot longer too. And you can throw them in the wash too and machine wash them. You know, and they're this one like needs, brand new. This one <laughs> is dirty. But, yeah. They also do like um, a holiday toy every year and they um, donate 100% of the profits to every the holiday toy to uh, a charity. So that's also nice yeah. and cool of them. <laughs> yeah, I love these toys. Have you tried one, Kathy? No, I have not. I just wrote it down though because the kids asked me for um, gift ideas. So. Yeah, these are really good. I mean, it's funny because it's not all of the, no, I think they all play with them at different stages and differently. Like Zoe, um, she's a cattle dog mix. She just picks at it. She takes it and she just picks at it and licks it and stuff, makes it real gross. Rodrigo, he just chews on it and, you know, he tries to tear it apart, but then when he can't, he just sort of lays with it. (laughs) You know, he's just like, all right, I'll just, I'll cuddle with it. And um, Apollo, he plays with them the most and he just runs around the house squeaking them and, oh. and, and stuff. He, he plays with them the most. So, yeah. We have I also whole- like um, the brand Westpaw. Have y'all tried any of those toys? Yeah. They, you know, they're pretty tough. I mean, sometimes they still don't get destroyed, but the company will actually replace it for you at least once <laughs> if they destroy the toy and they'll send you a new one, um, like a stronger option that they'll say um but so that's also nice for those tough chewers because you know most dogs are gonna destroy it eventually (laughs) i got a toy once i don't know who made it it's somewhere in this house um where it was it was it's a clever idea where it was um like all of these parts like the the fin and everything instead of it being sewed on it was velcroed on so if they started pulling oh. on something it would just rip off so it gave the dogs the tearing apart type thing and then you can just take it and put everything back together um that's nice uh i it's such a nice toy i got it years ago it's such a nice <laughs> toy that i just put it away i like let them play for it for a little bit but then rodrigo who i feel like his goal in life is to be like really? Is that tough? Well, let me show yeah. you. And I'm just sort of like, no, 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 no. And so I put it away because I got it for Zoe and she loved it. So I need to go dig that back out for her. But, My dog is a strange one where she's never destroyed a toy. So I have way too many and she's not a good like <laughs> tester. Cause like, she's like, keeps them all like nice. Harley <laughs> <laughs> oh. does not play with toys. No, no. He'll Did step he ever? Over them. He'll step over them and um, walk by them. He is just not interested at all. Not even as a puppy. Not even as a puppy. That's I thought so that. Funny. I thought Harley was born broken because, like, I throw <laughs> a ball. What? What four month old puppy doesn't chase a ball? Harley. I take Harley to the beach. He walks down. He dips his 
toe, his toe, his paw. <laughs> he will have the nerve to lift his paw up in the air and shake like he's shaking off the excess water. And then he's done. He goes back up, gets under his, um, he has his own umbrella and his own large towel. And that's where he stays. And he's not, he's not interested in any, any of that. That might be why he's still with me. <laughs> he has preserved all of his energy, his entire life. I mean, Ooh. all of it. But um, all right. So I see something on this list, Cameron, that you mm-hmm. sent to us. And I don't think I've ever saw this product. Cradle CBD yeah. melts. Cradle CBD melts. Yeah, they're um, they're my favorite. Do y'all give CBD to your dogs for like anxiety or stress or? Um, so they're probably my favorite new CBD product I found because they're little. Uh, I wish I had them with me. They're little like um, they almost look like those Listerine tablets. You remember those little like the strips? that you would just the strips. Yeah. Yeah. So they come in a little case just like that. And they, um, you just put it on your dog's tongue and it dissolves immediately and they start working a lot quicker than other CBD products. Um, and I'll say like with my dog personally, when she's super anxious or stressed, like with thunderstorms or any situation, she won't eat treats. Um, so I used to give her like CBD chews and now she's gotten to where she won't take a treat when she's stressed. So with this, you can just put it on their tongue and it dissolves immediately and then starts working within like 10 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes versus where some CBD products take like, you know, like 30 minutes to an hour to kind of kick in. Um, but they're a USA company, um, FDA approved. And uh, we started carrying them about maybe like six months ago or so ago. I had never heard of them before either, but they... Um, They've been amazing just for those kind of situations. And I mean, yeah. CBD does like, you know, it helps with so many things like their hips and joints and yeah. anxiety and so all if I, if I lose my battle with the Citadel for next year's home games, <laughs> yeah. I might need to get some CBD melts. Yeah, they um, they've been like my best new selling CBD product, I would say. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's so true because I've been told I've spoken to several um cbd company owners because i there's so many now it's oh my god it's insane like it's too many (laughs) it it is insane i mean but yeah i i alternate between different brands because i just i i love variety and everything that i do with my dogs so i don't want them to like for something to stop working because their body Mm -hmm. gets used to it so i like to to alternate things but i've um i started probably a year or so ago when one of my dogs was diagnosed with cancer, he's since mm-hmm. passed, but um, the owner of the company uh, and we, and we had her on the podcast, Angela Ardolino of CBD dog health, as she tells people take the CBD oil and just put it over their gums. Like that's the fastest way for it to get into their system. And so I've done that. So I love the idea that someone came up with that because that is so easy to mm-hmm. do. And I've noticed too, just for some dogs, if they are like, you know, have a sensitive stomach or, uh, you know, the, if you just, with the CBD oil, you have to put directly in their mouth. It can sometimes upset their stomach. Cause I think it's just yeah. like a little heavier. And like, so with my dog, I used to try that and she would, it was, you know, 
all out the other end, not in a good way. And so it was like, she's stressed and now she's yeah. like, you know, I was like this, I got to find something else. <laughs> well, some dogs don't like the taste. I mean, they, yeah, they, and this one, me. they're chicken based. Um, and they smell like, it smells like a, like a rotisserie chicken almost. It's funny because it has a strong like chicken smell. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I think helps too with, you know, having them not mind you stick pulling their mouth open and sticking it <laughs> on their tongue. <laughs> exactly. So it, it's just always nice. I, I think it's so exciting when I see people coming out with something new that's, you know, like watching the market and watching the struggles that pet parents have. And then they're like, Hey, we got an idea. It's like, yeah. thank you. Thank you for thinking of us. Yes. Kind of like you move. Yes. What's you move? That Black Friday sale was insane. (laughs) I was so happy. I mean, Black Friday, I didn't expect Black Friday to be that great this year because, you know, we're in a down economy. And, but um, when I got that email of 50% off and you move is a joint supplement um, that Kathy introduced me to, Mm. um, Harley is on a veterinarian level one, but I, I, in looking for it, I just found the regular one and I got an advanced senior one. For Rodrigo and he he loves it. He like I just take the tablets and put it in my hand. He eats them right out of my hand. He wow. loves them and it's it, you know it's something that works really well for him. And I mean it's not crazy. It's not a crazy expensive supplement, but fifty percent off is fifty percent off. So um, I got several bottles. So I'm well, <laughs> just good to go for a while. Interesting enough, I don't. This is like, don't be mad, Cameron, for the products oh, that you that you don't provide that I need. I got a coupon from Chewy.com. This was interesting. I got it on Wednesday. I took it to work with me and um, on Thursday and the code didn't work. Now I got excited because I thought it said 15% off and it didn't. It said $15 off, but okay. But the code kept coming up with invalid or um, promotion um, is already expired. So on Friday, because I got up so early and then went into the office, I called Chewy.com and I said, look, here's the problem. So interesting enough, I was able to buy the dog food at 30% off. Mm, That's wow. huge. And I said to the representative, I said, if you're doing this, how come it's a well-kept secret? It doesn't, when I pull up Zwe Peak at on Chewy's website, it doesn't say you could benefit from a 30% discount. Nothing indicates that this is in existence. It was the phone call that generated it. I did not call with a complaint. It's not like they were trying to do anything with customer service. I said, can I call? How long will this be going on? And she said, we really don't know, but just call the next time you want to make a purchase. And we'll tell you what specials we have going on. What's up with that? Chewy does seem to go like, have really good customer service. I've noticed it's hard for like our, my business, just because we can't compete with like Chewy and Petco and PetSmart. Yeah. They're just such big, you know, corporations and we're so small. It's sometimes, you know, it's just. I don't know. It's kind of hard sometimes for us with, with yeah, these no, big I businesses. I wasn't asking that. I just know that what I purchase for them for food, you don't carry. And it doesn't make any sense for you to carry it just for yeah. me. Um, but the point I'm making is that had I never made the phone call, 
let's just say that my discount code worked, I would have only gotten $15 off. Yeah. That's just it. It, I mean, because business wise, it works. I mean, it's sort of like how um, Xfinity, where, you know, your Xfinity account will go up and it'll become expensive. And, you know, and the only way you can get all these magical discounts and stuff is if you call and and you're like, hey, I got to cancel because I can't afford this anymore. And suddenly, you know, you can call and go, hey, is there any specials going on? And they're like, ah, well, you got the best deal right now. But if you threaten to cancel, um, all of a sudden, you know, HBO is discounted. Oh, and guess what? You can get all the movie channels for $10 extra yeah. a month. And it's like, oh, okay. And, you know. They just and, don't want to lose you. Yeah. I mean, it's like they have all these these specials in their back pocket. And I, I've come to the conclusion that it's because most people won't call. Most people will get a discount code. And if it doesn't work, they'll just be like, oh, well, it's not working and move on. You know, and, and probably so, still buy it because they need yeah, it. Yeah, so and it's they're like, like the company, well, I guess, yeah, exactly. They can afford to give you an additional discount because of all the other people that just said, okay, I guess I can't get it. Plus, these pet companies at that level, I mean, they are, you know, billion dollar companies, and so yeah. they got some money to be able to throw <laughs> some back. I mean, that's nothing for them to throw it well, back at you. Look at here, as the people say, look at here. By February of next month, they're going to know my number. They're not going to just say, Chewy.com, how can we help you? They're going to be like, hi, Kathy. Yeah. I'm going to make sure that all of my purchases are done over the phone now. Because to me, I, I think that so right now, I think I fare better by making the phone call. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. To purchase it um, online. So I really didn't do any, um, a whole lot of Black Friday sales um shopping i i just i didn't really need anything i really didn't but cameron you know you sell pet friendly candles in your <laughs> store so after spending quality time with kimberly over the last 12 <laughs> years um i've always wanted to ask you and never could remember uh-huh. have you ever sold or thought about selling pet friendly essential oils Oh, I haven't. I mean, that would be something I'd be interested in. I just haven't seen a company. Do you do you have one that um, you know about? I don't know if they are sold in stores, though, um, because I mostly see um, people have them on their website. I know they do wholesale, but I see people selling through their website and it's a company called Animalio. And these essential oils have been um, um, what's it called? formulated by a holistic veterinarian named Dr. Melissa Shelton. She's on the East coast and Mm. I, I have tons of them. In fact, she had an amazing sell this weekend. And so I bought even more, even though I was just like, I don't, I don't need to be doing this, but (laughs) (laughs) bring me my oils, but they're the only oils. Cause I, there's three companies that I trust, but Animalia are the only oils that I feel comfortable putting on my dogs. So do Um, you, is it for their coat or like their, it helps. It's, yeah, it's like wellness. So yeah. like for instance, there is um, for Rodrigo, um, I have one called New Mobility, which is supposed to help with mobility. And oh. what's funny about it is that, you know, a lot of people are like, come on now, Kimberly, essential oils, <laughs> you know, and I, and I get it. But when I, back to my dog that had cancer, 
every week there, she has a thing, it's called the Aroma Boost Collection. And it's five oils and you do them in order one through five. And I did it once a week. And Scout, I mean, this wasn't the only thing that I did, but Scout lived for over 520 days post his diagnosis. Wow. And, um, and you know, there are many things that I did, but I, I think that that is one of the things where it just helps to balance their system. And, um, you know, there are people, there are people who can speak to this a lot more eloquently than I can. <laughs> I am not an expert at all. I just like the way they smell and I like putting them on my dogs. But if you guys have like a website, you know, maybe you can sell them. I don't know how it works. Yeah, sure I that- love this idea though. I really mm-hmm. hadn't heard much about people using essential oils or things like this, but I mean, I feel like a lot of my customers when they come to looking for not na- na- more natural things mm-hmm. and more holistic, you know, hundred percent human grade, you know, all those kind of things. So yeah. I feel like she's like, this would really, be something in a market that would do really well. For I us. love her so much. She's amazing. And she has one that's calm. It's called calm a mile, like chamomile, but it's calm mm-hmm. a mile. And I diffuse that like, you know, during stressful days. Um, and I'll have the, that diffused through the house and stuff. If I, when I, um, started initially working from home, but then had to go to the office once a week, I would have it diffusing in the house just in yeah. case my dogs were like, where did she go? They didn't, they were fine. I wonder if uh, it works on coworkers. I could use that at work. <laughs> it works on me. <laughs> what is the company called again? It's called Animalio. So animal with EO at the end. Well, that's what I'm more aligned. Um, my interest is is focused on using them and in the diffuser um, because if they're designed for, um, you know, with pets in mind, then like you said, chamomile, um, mm-hmm. that that type of stuff. I think that I would be interested if you were interested in, you know, test driving it, Cameron. I, yeah. yeah, definitely. I just, it's I'm really gonna definitely nice. Look I just wrote them down. That, um, yeah, I really that's something love different too that I haven't really seen in many places. Yeah, and she has a know? lot of really great information on her website about how to use it, what it does. And I actually have her book. One second. Kathy, have you tried any of these yet? Oh, heck no. Um, no. <laughs> not, not yet, but I use the diffuser a lot. Uh-huh. Um, oh, so, she's showing a book. Yeah, it's this is fun. her. Um, Dr. Shelton's book on essential oh, oils. So awesome. I use it. That's huge. You know, I mentioned <laughs> that I use, I, I use three brands. So there's Animalio, but then, um, and that's specifically for animals. And it's actually for, you know, like dogs, cats, birds, horses. I mean, husbands. You know, <laughs> and, um, and I've used her stuff on myself as well, but I also for just like diffusing or making products, I like Plant Therapy and Simply Earth. And those are both online stores. But before I use any oil, um, even just diffusing, I look, open my book and look for it in the book. And, and I mean, you can, I don't know if you can see, but I have high, well, you can't, but I have yeah, highlights yeah. and, you know, where it's like, oh, how does this work? And, you know, if, if someone, every now and then I'll get someone who will message me to go, essential oils are toxic to dogs. And I'll be like, Hey, have you heard of this book? I mean, it's just really cool. And what I love about all three of those brands is that they are very cognizant of the environment. They're not going to overstrip. They care very much about how the oils are produced. So we're getting the most bang for our buck. And it's not just some scented water. 
Um, And, you know, it's, I really, really love the idea um, of that expanding into independent stores because, you know, especially like, even if it's not, you know, not something that you carry all the time, but, you know, around New Year's Eve and 4th of July, I don't think um, Kamamile will help my dogs make it through the 4th of July, but I think it helps. It's like, I do oil, I do the essential oils. I'm taking them on super long walks to exhaust them out. I last night, oh my gosh, I forgot. I almost forgot that I was going to say this last night. I played, I found on YouTube music to, to make a dog go to sleep. And we had a, we had a windstorm going on. Thankfully we didn't lose power this time, but it was like, I was, it was so crazy that I was like, worried that a window would break because it was so strong. And then we have this puppy in the house and I'm just, and I'm laying there like, I'm so sleepy and I want everyone to go to sleep. And so I, in desperation, I was just like, I've heard of music for dogs. And so I looked it up on YouTube, found one that says your dogs will fall asleep within minutes, read the comments and everyone's like, oh my God, this actually works. I put that on and played it. We were all gone. (laughs) me the dogs every I mean and Rodrigo is usually he's pacing and whining and barking during storms he was out like a light all of us all night so it's like there's all you know when we're trying to calm our dogs it's like there's many tools in our toolbox essential oils is just one of them and sometimes you have to use more than one yeah yeah yes (laughs) well before I wanted to just get you to talk about I think what really set you above um, the rest of the places that I've ever shot in all of the places that I've lived. And that would be your array of treats, which I have to tell you, I did finally give those sweet potato bars. Oh, how did they like them? Well, I did do a video, so I'll put that on social media and tag you. Kimberly, this is what I was telling you about, but I couldn't tell you what it was. Mm-hmm. And so now Cameron can tell you what it is. It took Jack's 30 seconds to eat yes. it. Yes. They're uh, not like, um, it, it's a freeze-dried sweet potato chew. Um, so it's just 100% sweet potato. So it's just like a treat that you can feel comfortable and like giving to your dog that's nice and healthy. What's and it's, the brand it's, name? Because that sounds um snooks yes in okay yeah yeah I know who they are I um they have a the green honey allergy support yeah they have they have a lot of good like natural I I love because one of my dogs has environmental allergies not to the level of Harley um but it's Rodrigo he does and that green honey allergy support Every spring, I look for that, and I love it. And he. Why loves did you it. tell me about that? Why were you? I have. T- I have told you about that years ago. I'm hanging up now. Nope, I've told you about that years ago. I mean, but that's just it. Is like it's so funny because Kathy and I we bounce stuff off of each other all the time. But I always have to give a caveat after having her as a friend all these years. Whenever mm-hmm. I talk about allergies with my dogs with people. I always have to say my dog, because I used to think, oh my God, it's so annoying. He's licking his paws and stuff. And then I, I meet Kathy and I'm just like, yeah. (laughs) Well, Cameron can attest, Cameron, how many dogs do you all see in the grooming area struggling with these damn allergies in this region? 
Yeah, it's every other dog. And, you know, people come in and they're giving me all of the symptoms and everything. So I'm trying to figure it out. And a lot of times people like aren't going even to their vet because they're not getting a good answer or something. So then they come to, you know, their local pet store, you know, to try to figure out a solution. Um, so I'll say this area for sure. I mean, like every other dog and we it's do, horrible. we do a lot of grooming, which we all talk to Andy, my groomer about, I mean, so we're, we're grooming like 40 dogs a day normally. So we're just, I, I got a lot of puppies on my That's mind always. <laughs> always. Dogs a day. Wow. Yeah. We're actually if you were to ask me what, soon. how many dogs a groomer does a, a week, I would have said 40 or 50. That is like, wow. Yeah. Well, we have seven groomers now. You figure Harley and Jax are there every other Thursday at one o'clock. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, and I am not unique in that case. I mean, there's a ton of her clients that are like that. We're just standing. You miss your appointment. You better get a hose. <laughs> nothing is happening. Um, before Cameron really exploded, before the pandemic, um, she knew that on the days when it was really bad, she would allow me to come in um, when they were slow and just use a bathtub. Yeah. And and just do my own dogs. Sometimes on Sunday, um, when the groomers weren't there, that's what it was. On Sundays, there's no groomers. Yeah. Um, so I could the shop would be open, and she would just tell the people at the register, Kathy's going to come in because you know Jax is a mess and has to go to work on Monday. <laughs> and, and because if you miss your appointment, you're done. Yeah, you, you have to wait. But the um, grooming business is wild. <laughs> well, it's just like I mean, it. I it was so much fun talking to Andy too because it's like okay. I I I loved like that was probably one of my favorite episodes to edit because I was sitting there like really listening to it and not editing and had to go back and start like oh my gosh because I, I was she was so yeah. fun. She's been with me since day one. Like she helped me. Before we even opened the store, we hired her and we didn't have grooming yet because we were like stocking the store. So she came in and helped me stock the entire store, you know, and at that point I was like, okay, yeah, she's going to be an amazing employee. And she has been with us since the beginning and really helped. She's the reason why we are so popular with grooming now because, you know, she knew what she was doing and (laughs) led us in the right direction. She was amazing. I mean, and that's why it's like, I always tell people, you know, when people ask me about allergies, I have to clarify that my dog's allergies are a minor inconvenience. Um, that can be easily treated with like, if his paws are itchy, I wash them and put coconut oil on them. <laughs> you know, it's like he, he, he has never had to be medicated because of allergies. And I think that that's such a, a line that we have to draw yeah. with our dogs because, you know, and, you know, I'm part of the, you know, raw feeding community as I, I create content for that. And it's, you hear people all the time talking about, you know, if someone comes into a group and mentions Apoquil or says that their dog (laughs) has really bad allergies, you will get 200 people telling you all these natural things that you can be doing. Everyone is different. Exactly. And it's just like, (laughs) don't come to me. Let's talk about the the level of allergies. Don't come to me. If you, unless you lived in Charleston. Yeah, exactly. That's just yeah, it. I, I, well, don't remember there was that one blogger. I don't know if she, where she lived. The, was it, um, what is it? 
ha- not happy sun sunshine the golden retriever remember and she actually you remember you'll remember but she moved <laughs> wherever they live oh she moved to san diego she moved to san diego because her dog's allergies were so her, her dog bad. Mm-hmm. yes wow yes and then the dog died honey it was honey <laughs> the golden retriever yes but yeah. um you know um yeah so <laughs> let's get back to the snoops i'm still mad at you um i don't know why it's your fault do you, you don't carry- like to listen to people <laughs> cameron do you carry the green honey allergy by snoops we do we have it and then so i just restocked that one day you came in and you were like what is this and you were trying to break them apart and you were hitting it against the ca- counter you remember that and, and, gra- you said, I was, and you I was said, like stop 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 what are you doing <laughs> She took the snoop sweet potato and started banging it on the, the counter. The and truth I was like, comes hey, out. What are you doing? <laughs> I was like, it's a tree. It's a tree. It uh, I was like, I'll give you. I was like, just take a couple and try it. Don't start banging it on the counter. <laughs> You're like, what is this? Our, this podcast has run like super long and I'm so grateful it did because now the truth came out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Kathy is a menace. <laughs> She's like coming behind the counter. I had this like, bag of them. And I was like, hold on, let me, I'll tell you about it. But like, let me just check this customer out. She's well, like, you, said that, you said it was a treat. It looked like some kind of a, of, of, of a tribal necklace. Yeah. Because there were round rings on rawhide. Yes, yeah. I know. Yeah. And she said it was a treat. And I was like, well, this will break your teeth. And I was like, a treat? And yeah. was like, hey, hey, no. Um, so, <laughs> you know, so she tried to appease me and gave me these two little pieces and said, take these home, test them out. But, um, out of my yeah, store. Just- <laughs> out of my store. I will, I will, yeah, get out lady. Take your, take your harness and go. I, I need more of them because Jax really loved it. Oh, good. Yeah, and they're um, they're actually it. like a natural teeth cleaner too. I think um, so it's just like a treat you feel good about. Yeah, it's yeah. Too good for Harley, he can't. Is this? He doesn't. It's just too hard for him. So that yeah. it didn't work for him. But I was asking about the green honey allergy stuff by Snoops that Kimberly failed to tell me about all these years. You know, you I swear to. I probably told her about it about ten times. <laughs> Let the lady answer. <laughs> Sorry, what was your question? Do you carry the green honey allergy? Yeah. She said, yeah. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're only 28 days to Christmas. And at this round, <laughs> don't check your mailbox, okay? Um, Okay, I still so have I my just, damn it doll. I'll just rewrap. I'll just rewrap that and and then, I just you know. need some green honey allergy um stuff and some. I'll have it for you next time you're in. Oh my! All right, is she and honestly order? Sticks. She's placing an order. I, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'd rather support Cameron and Snoops. Thank I don't you. know Snoops. Do you want to <laughs> place it? You know, place an order for one of these. No, the kids will get that. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Tell them not to get the snake one. The snake one seems to be the most, um, the easiest. Okay, I'm going to gonna ask for up. a large snake. Don't. That's the one that's going to be easiest to tear up. The large snake? I've had two of them. 
and that it's like the, thinner. Yeah, because it's thinner, yeah. so it it they they can wreck that one the easiest. But the rest, well, I'll, I'll, I'll look. we have the whole zoo. I'll look for sure, so I can show it's you. Fun. <laughs> Go to their website because it's fun just going down. Yeah, and I so mean, cute. it's just it's so hard to order because you'll like you'll start at the top and they have it in order by size. Um, oh and, yeah, you know what? I should do it at the store because you know what? Huh. People like me. <laughs> you know what? No, I've come into the store and gotten ready to um, get all my penny and my nickel bags, you know, that I've rolled so I could pay for their grooming. And Cameron has said, oh, no, somebody's called for it already. Somebody so, called what? People call in and pay for my grooming. Are you kidding me? I don't know why no. I'm getting so upset about that. But damn, really? <laughs> That's like yes, I've had where you pay for the person behind you. No, these are people that um know me or I've done something and, and they like it. And they, really nice. That's such a is. nice thing to do. It is people surprise you I, sometimes. <laughs> now I'm thinking it's like I need to think about that and think, you know, that is a nice thing to do. It really is. And when you do it for me, they <laughs> also took care of Andy's tip. Just saying. <laughs> So maybe I feel like it's because you're so involved, like in the therapy dogs and all of the, you know, you got a lot of really friends and stuff. But it is, it's a nice thing to do. Um, Very thoughtful. Because I'm really excited. I'm going to do something similar. For my um, son-in-law in Virginia Mm -hmm. for Christmas. I can't say what it is because he doesn't listen to the podcast. Hi, son-in-law. Thank you for listening. when you frequent a place and then you get ready to go and pay and somebody is like, oh no, your, your tab's been taken care of. That is, it's really, it's, it's that aha moment when you get back in your car and you sit there and you're like, this is unbelievable. Um, so I yeah. So I went behind you at some- Starbucks last week. <laughs> see, see, it was, it was only, it was $12. It's, it's not That's the high Starbucks. I don't even it's know why I did it. I just not it's here. I feel like we up here in Washington, I don't know how much Starbucks costs in other areas of the country, but I was complaining to my brother yesterday that my favorite Starbucks drink is steamed apple juice with two pumps of chai, a grande. If I get a venti, it's three pumps of chai. My grande drink is $4. So People will be like, oh, well, that's not bad. It's like, it's apple juice. They heated up the apple juice and added two pumps of syrup to it and then charged me $4. And I paid it happily. And it's like, and it's ridiculous. I have to stop. I've gotten like addicted to lattes now. And my latte is like six bucks. And I'm going like every day now. And I have two coffee makers. I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? (laughs) Yeah, I only go into the office one day a week. And that is the only day I allow myself to go to Starbucks. But it is, I mean, I'm just, I can't, I'm sitting here in my head just thinking about how I can do something like that for someone because that is such a genuine, you know, that's a generous, really. I mean, that's not something that you would expect. I mean, at Starbucks, that's like a thing because somebody starts it. Start, and then and it, it keeps going. And it goes and goes. And, but I have never and showed up. One person, the hmm. one person really caught me by surprise because I remember a conversation. She actually called and said that she had a friend that had moved to the area that was looking for a groomer. And she knew that I really liked mine. Could she have the number? 
hey, that was very legitimate. And she turned mm-hmm. right around and called Wolfgang and paid for the boys' grooming. But I really believe that she had a friend who had yeah. moved into the area. <laughs> oh, it was a lie? Nice. Yes, that's it was just like a ruse, to, figure a ruse out to be able to do that. That's how she figured out where it was. That is brilliant. I just figured she did yeah. it as a thank you for giving. <laughs> but damn, that is really, really cool. I mean, I honestly don't know what I, I mean, I bought my girlfriend. We both, we're really into reptiles, not real ones, but like <laughs> just toys so we give each other reptile thing gifts back and forth. So I recently purchased alligator socks and the mouth of the alligator goes up your leg. I saw those on social <laughs> media and I was like, I need to buy these for myself. Yes, I got I got them. They arrived um, on Friday, I think. And so that's the type of thing that we do for each other is that we'll be like, look at this. And we come up with these little alligator things. But that's, you know, a friend of mine. And we just do this back and forth as, you know, a funny thing that we do. But I mean, gosh, that's a really cool idea. I mean, I I have a, a friend of mine. I would love to find out like where his favorite place to go to the movies is and have him show up to the movies and be like, you got, you know. I do have a lot of people do that more during the holidays like Mm -hmm. I had this Thanksgiving week I had two different like family members call ahead and like pay for the grooming and surprise you know the customer and it's so sweet because they get so excited and I'm like oh no you don't owe anything today and they're like what you know it's fun (laughs) it's like so it's so thoughtful okay it's like fun for me too even though I didn't do anything but (laughs) that whole story just took over everything (laughs) well you know if you if you want to go ahead and surprise me with my green honey allergy snoops product for Christmas you know that'll be fine this is her little leeway in there that's fine (laughs) but um now, I want to talk about treats. There's something very unique, Kimberly, and I know you've seen pictures of Jack's helping himself at the table yes. um, when we go in for treats and stuff. There's something very unique about their treats. And I've always wanted to ask you, Cameron, do you ship merchandise? Yeah, I'll ship. So anybody um, that's not in Charleston that would like to go and look around and then maybe have some of the um, treats, because you have your, what I call your regular um buffet, buffet. table how <laughs> that and then you also have the star treat table with the birthday cakes and uh-huh. the hand decorated bones and biscuits and muffins and cupcakes and All god knows stuff. what else that my dogs <laughs> cannot um, partake in because it'll come out the other end and it won't be um a pretty sad <laughs> would you say that that's a large bulk of your your retail business the treats that you do oh yeah 100 we have like a large buffet table where you can kind of make your own goodie bag um so we have big bowls of treats that you can mix and match and kind of see what your dog likes um but that probably is what people come into the store for at first mm-hmm. and then they realize oh you have dog food and toys and health <laughs> products and things but they come in like for birthday cakes or you know, because we're Wolfgang Bakery, so they always get surprised if they're not a regular customer that we have all these other things. But that's definitely like our number one selling items are those. Um, and a lot of my customers in this area, they'll leave during the summer and go in the mountains or something. So I'm always shipping like treats that they can't find at their store that their dog has, you know, become like addicted to or whatever. And um, so I'm always happy to ship people anything. Um 
because I know a lot of, you know, a lot of stores don't always carry those items. You know what it reminds me of is that candy shop. And I don't know what it's called, but they're everywhere. The one I always think about is it um, in Vegas. Because whenever I go to Vegas, I go to this candy shop. And it has all the candy along the walls. And you just go through and pull down tabs and fill up a yeah. bag full of different types of candy. Um, that's what it re- what what you're describing reminds me of, like that for dogs. And that is just absolutely brilliant. I wish we yeah, had these dogs is. like to like get their head up and put their face in the bowls. <laughs> and then Kathy that's will like dog. yell at them when I see her that's do it. But... <laughs> but I don't mind. Yeah. <laughs> it's on their level. Them. So what do you expect? You know, the treats. <laughs> yeah, but they're good. They're good. Well, I can't believe we've just been chatting for a long time. Yeah, is there anything yeah. else that you'd like for us to know about you, about Wolfgang, um, about products, anything that you think mm. our listeners would benefit from? Well, if anyone is in the Charleston area, um, next weekend we have Santa Claus coming to Wolfgang. Oh. So we'll be doing Santa photos with um you know Jean Taylor uh so she'll be there Saturday and Sunday with Santa uh and this year we're also we have a giving tree set up for pet helpers um so we're collecting donations through the new year if anyone you know wants to bring stuff by um and yeah everyone come come on down and visit us and (laughs) I love it I loved meeting y'all though it's been fun this was so much fun I'm like grinning from ear to ear And now I know the name of that caller. Martingale. <laughs> Martingale. <laughs> I can go online and order a ton. He has a drawer full of collars and I'm going to donate them all because he just doesn't wear them. He, this, I mean, they're fine, but the clip ones, they're just not the same. This one is just so good for him. And I just want more of them. Have you ever My, used a leather collar? A leather? Yeah. Mm-mm. They don't, I, see I don't know of, if they make martingale leathers. No, no, no. But just a regular leather collar. Yeah. I don't use the leather. I, mean, I know it would last longer. I don't use the leather because I don't have time to buckle. <laughs> like I'm a snap and go kind of girl. Stop. I mean, that's a lot. No, think actually, about, you're right. You're right. Think about all the hair. The hair that you're trying to get out of the way. The hair. To, yeah. yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. Snap and go. That's me. <laughs> I'm a yeah. snap and go person. I'll give you that. I agree. <laughs> so, um, there we go. Well, Cameron, listen, I really appreciate you spending some time with girls yeah. and dogs. And um, yeah, we'll have to have you come back. Maybe you and Andy can do it. Oh, yeah, that would be fun. I know, right? <laughs> well, I love yeah, doing this a, and it was great. Um, was great meeting you. <laughs> you too. Thank you so much for coming on. Of course. I'll probably see you later. Yeah, definitely. All right. Thanks for stopping by. You're welcome. Bye. So thank you guys for tuning in to another Girls with Dog episode. But here, let's talk about our sponsor this month, Big Barker. So Kathy, I did the knee drop test. I dropped down onto the Big Barker bed and I, I barely moved. I mean, it didn't move. I considered doing a drop. I have two of our Costco beds stacked on top of each other. And I only did that because of lack of space um, in the room that they're in. And I did it when I was cleaning and then Rodrigo got on them and started laying on them. So I just left them that way. 
I was considering doing it there because I figured with two of them together, it would be okay. But as I put my hands on them, I still went down too deep and I just wasn't willing to take the risk. So, um, yeah, I stepped on this small, um, uh, um, amphitheater bed, the round one that I kept mm -hmm. and I just said, Oh no, no, I won't live to be able to talk about <laughs> this experiment. And to be, to be I know, honest, can you imagine going to the doctor and explaining why you blew your knee out? <laughs> well, you know, I just, and I laughed because the whole week that we talked about doing this, I got my official Medicare card. And, and yes, and I, I thought about, you know, being in traction, talking about, <laughs> I was trying, I was trying to do a dog bed test. Um, so, yeah, it, I, I still may do it. I wish I could get Lee to do it, but I can't use the explicitative words that he used when I asked him. <laughs> the first time. I can't tell you the amount of photos I have not been able to capture because I'm not near my phone when mm -hmm. I turn around and look. And these dogs look like they are having the best sleep of their freaking lives. Oh yeah. I mean, they, they are truly enjoying their, um, what is it? Their REM. <laughs> they are really having a good sleep and they have these unique positions that almost make them look human where yeah. they take the time to shimmy up and put their head up on the bolster you know, mm -hmm. as if you say, this is my built-in pillow. But what I've noticed about Jack's, like I said, is there is less flopping around at night. We get in the bed and we're done. I just can't get them to go in the bed that has their name on it. They just, <laughs> and I've, I know what you're saying. I've switched the beds, but it doesn't help. Really? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if now one has felt like they've got their their own um, imprint, if you will, in it. Like they know that this is where my butt goes, not yours, but mine. <laughs> so I, I quit. When I do bathe, when I do wash the covers, I'm going to really make sure that I flip the, the covers to mm -hmm. the and we'll see what happens but um but yeah so i i see that as well yeah. i see that as well, well and all you, of your dogs enjoy the bed yeah definitely definitely yeah. i mean i honestly think that these are such a great investment for anyone and if you are listening to this and you are curious about the big barker beds definitely go over to bigbarker.com thanks for so. watching guys and now back to the episode all right she's gone and that was amazing that was a lot of fun. I that knew you would like it. I really did. Yeah. Thank you so much for having her come on. That was that, that was, was absolutely everything. That was like more than what I could even imagine. That was so much fun talking to her. I I thought that you would find it interesting. I hope our readers find it readers. Oh, anyway. <laughs> um, I, they read too. I'm glad you enjoyed. I'm glad you enjoyed it because we talked so much about. Um, why we can't find certain items and why certain stores sell certain things. Um, so this kind of gave us like a behind the scenes retail experience. Yeah. 
I mean, um, I always just figure that a lot of you like people with smaller dogs, because those are the dogs you always see the outfits on and stuff. That's just where the money is. And so it makes sense that stores would stock things. You know, why invest in a whole bunch of stuff for giant dogs or large dogs when you don't sell that much? Big dogs want a sweater from time to time, too. I agree. You know, you know, big dogs get cold, too. Somebody out there needs to recognize. We should we should have a sign. That just says stand outside the pet store. It says big dogs get cold too. Big dogs get cold too. Or they want to look cute too. <laughs> All right. Bye, Gracie. Bye. I'll talk to you later. <laughs>